let me. I think it's on now. Okay, so I'm I'm cool to go now. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, probably a visitor. I, you look like Ruvember, isn't it? Are you a mom or or sister? You are the mom. I met I met Ruvember. Did I get that right? At the young adults uh, weekend in Wales. And uh, it's, it's just so good to get to know people. So seeing you today, you are a sister. You look alike. Senior sister. Well done. Well done. <laughs> that is so good. So, so many things are happening. Uh, God has been so good to us. So many things are happening. Yvonne and Obi uh, went uh, on holiday to Cyprus. And I offered to actually be of help to them to carry their luggage. They should pay for my flight and my hotel. I would disappear immediately. I get to Cyprus, and then when we're coming back, I promise to take their luggage for them. So it was quite good, and uh, he's now a plastic surgeon. Now he passed his exam recently. God, God, God is so good. God is doing amazing things in our midst. Um, <clears throat> You know, um, I know last year um, I spoke immediately I came back from Nigeria after my mom's burial. Uh, I lost my mom in April last year. And uh, I wasn't expecting her to die, actually, uh, when she died at age 81. And uh, because even the circumstance before she died, didn't show that she was going to die. I was praying that she would get to 85, 90, or 94, like Zeta, who is there? Zeta is it's over 94. She's still driving at 95. <laughs> Zeta is still driving at 95, so I was expecting my mom to be even more than 95. My mom went to the bank three days before she died. So she was still active and strong, but, you know, certain things happen in our lives that we don't expect. Situations happen. Circumstance happens that you don't pray for. They, they sort of, like, hurt you. They, they, it brings pain. You grieve. And sometimes they are just unexpected. There are times when, as students, that you've, you've prayed, you fasted, you did everything, and yet the result of your exam, you are not pleased with it. And those times when you didn't even study, even when you came out of the exam, you just knew, oh God, I need your help, and you got a first class. <laughs> Situation happens in our lives that sometimes we can't predict. Events happen sometimes that, 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 I also remembered when I came back from my mom's barrier and uh, the surgeon they sent a letter that I was going to have an operation on my leg. All of you, I'm, I mean, you are here, you prayed for me, I was believing God that God was going to heal me and remove the bone that was growing because I've had testimonies of people where God, when they were sleeping, God did a surgery to them, remove cancerous things, 
God did things as I was believing God. I was praying God, I don't want to go for the operation. But I still went for the operation. But I believe God, God answered your prayers. God answered my prayer. Because the surgeon was telling me that uh, he has never seen a remarkable, that as soon as he went inside, normally they would detach the tendon before they go in to remove the bone. But he was telling me that as soon as he went in, he saw the bone and he didn't detach the tendon. That was the first time it would happen. But you see, something happened before the surgery. I've watched so many operations as a physio because I used to work in the hospital. As, as a student and as a physio. Um, but one of the doctors came, and uh, so he was, when he was explaining things to me, which I knew, he was even telling me, I'm sure you know all this. After the operation, it might get better, it might get worse, or nothing might happen. I wasn't even worried about that. But uh, one thing he said was that, uh, <clears throat> you know, there's a chance that you could die during the process of the operation, my head just went. <laughs> I went to bury my mom in April. Uh, are you saying that I was going to go and meet my mom in November? I wasn't expecting that. But one thing, almost, you know, that just flashed in my head. I said, I've got a wife, I've got four children, am I going to leave them behind? You know, things you didn't prepare for, news that you never expected to hear, and it's just sending uh, some of the theology you've had before. It was, you know, disturbed, and you're just thinking what is going to happen. And 30 seconds later, one thing that gave me peace was I have Jesus. And I knew my wife had Jesus. And we've been bringing our children, in fact, there are times when we tell them that, look, we know we're going, we, we've given you money, I mean, we've given you, we've cared for you, we've supported you, but the greatest thing we can ever give you is Jesus. That gave me peace. 30 seconds after the surgeon said that, I said, even if I go and be with Jesus, that is fine. There are events that happen that we never prepared for in life. There are things that happen, situations, circumstances. You, you, you've gone through some of those things. Did I say some of those things? Many things in life, issues in life. But I want to say, probably let's look at, let's read, let's read. I hope I'm going to get it now. Paul said something, I think it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I'm supposed to be talking about passionate about Jesus. But we are family. Let's, 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 let's read what Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I will read from verse 7. He said, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side. There are some of us who are going through that situation now that we, there's a pressure. Something is pressing us on every side. But not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. 
persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. So I was beginning to think that so you can, you can follow Jesus and you can, you know, following Jesus, being passionate about Jesus doesn't mean we are not going to go through issues in life. And sometimes you are even praying that Jesus should rescue us from that situation, but it appears nobody is showing up. Pressures in life. Pressures of life. Perplexed. Persecuted. But we are not crushed. So I was thinking, why are we not crushed? Why are we not abandoned? Verse 9 says, struck down but not destroyed. We always carried in our body the death of Jesus. I saw the secret here. What made Paul to keep going, even in the midst of persecution, pressures, situations in life, events in life, was because it was, there was something in him that cannot be crushed. There was something in him that he had and cannot be taken away from him. And that's not money. That's not education. That's not position. It's nothing. It's about Jesus. So when Paul was saying, we have this treasure, we have Jesus. Honestly, I want to tell us this morning that the ultimate, the greatest person we could ever have in our life is Jesus. And let's be passionate about him. If everything goes, be, be assured that the treasure in you, who is Jesus, don't let him go. Things might change. Events might happen. Situations, circumstances might happen around our lives. Let's make sure that that Jesus is still there. We can't be destroyed. You can't have Jesus and be destroyed. You can be persecuted. You can be crushed. You can be pressed from every side. Hold on to your Jesus. So he said we carry, we always, I like that. Not, not, not few days, not many hours. Always. That should be. So to follow Jesus for me, to be passionate about Jesus, is that there should be one constant in my life. Always, I'm carrying him everywhere I'm going. Yeah. Brothers and sisters, if every other thing, if everything leaves you, please make sure you are always carrying Jesus with you. If you lost your job, make sure you are carrying Jesus with you. You could be abandoned for a few weeks. You could be crushed. You could be down. Make sure you are always carrying Jesus. What he did on the cross, you are redeemed. Your sins are forgiven. You are a new creation. And you are, it's, it's a treasure. Always carry that treasure with you. You know, when my mom died and I was grieving, after three or four days, I heard God speak to me so clearly. He said, Kofu, have I been so good to you? I said, yes, sir. Have I been so good to your mom? I said, yes. 
said, the reason why your mom came to be with me is because of my goodness. Oh, you know, I was just so pleased. Forgot to say your mom is with me. That, that was God's goodness. What more do I want in life? So, <laughs> I began to read First Thessalonians that says, we are not as those who grieve without hope. That one day I'm going to see my mom. That gave me joy. So he said, we always carry around in our body the death of Jesus. So that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. So when we are passionate about Jesus, the next thing I'm beginning to see is that, you know, it says we carry him. Please, let's be passionate about following Jesus. Let something of Jesus be oozing from our lives. Say the life of Jesus. We are those that carry life. And I think, uh, Judith, you, 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 you spoke about that last week. May be revealed. I'm always praying, Lord God, let the life of Jesus be revealed in my body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake. So that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then death is at work in us, but life at work in you. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. The next thing I discover about following Jesus is that what we believe about Jesus, we are going to speak it. Speak what you believe about Jesus. I was even surprised that even Jesus says so many things about himself. He said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. He was always speaking about what he believed. Even when the Sadducees, sad you see, Pharisees, far you see, when they were persecuting him, he was always saying, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. I'm the bread of life. I'm the good shepherd. Speak things even when you are going through those or that situation. What do you believe? Speak life. You know, I wasn't intended to even read this scripture, but even some of the things I'm getting there, it's so powerful. Because, verse 14, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. What's the next thing I want to say? Don't lose heart. Don't give up. Don't faint about your following Jesus. Things can happen. Don't let him go. Whatever you do, wherever you are, follow him. Carry him with you. Don't give up, no matter what happens. Is it in Romans, I think chapter 8? Let me see. Where, it's, where it talks about what shall separate me from the love of Christ. 
Yes, Romans chapter 8, verse 35. It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Be passionate about Jesus. Let me tell you, because you are following Jesus, there will be trouble. There will be persecution. There will be nakedness. Like Paul was saying, who? He says in verse 7, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced. That's about, I'm talking about passionate about following Jesus. He said, I am convinced. If, every, if anything happens to me, if it's hardship, if it's trouble, he now said, I'm convinced that neither death nor life, even death. <laughs> you know, when somebody is talking about this, I'm just thinking, this, this guy is sown out completely to Jesus. Neither angels nor demons I was shocked. You know, we like angels. We hate demons. He was saying, whether it's angels ministering or even demons, I still have Jesus. Make sure you have Jesus. Wow. Whether things are looking, whether events are positive, you got promotion, everything is going well, you prayed for the sick, they got healed. And things are turning negative. You pray for the sick and they got worse. <laughs> you did everything about your exams and you still failed. Say, no, I'm not going to be moved. We should get to that stage. Because there is something that we are pursuing. And we know, just like uh, Judith was reading uh, Matthew chapter 6. Do not worry about your life. What you will eat. What you will drink. These are the things unbelievers are running after. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these other things. So it's not because angels are following us. That's why we are following Jesus. We're following Jesus. We are passionate about Jesus because of Jesus. We have, we have encountered a treasure that we can't let go. So let, 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 let me read what Paul was saying. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, you know, <laughs> there is, you know, I kept saying, with what I have seen in the past 10 years about technology, about technological advancement in our generation, I don't know what is going to happen in another 10 years. I imagine that in another 10, 15 years, all of us will be flying a mini helicopter. <laughs> I never imagined that 10 years ago, where Skype was around there, but there could be something that would be free for me to talk to four people in four different countries, and we are seeing ourselves so clearly live. 
what is going to happen in 10 years? Some of you, you are computer guru here. <laughs> Even in medicine, the robot can operate on you, and they will be so precise, almost no mistake. That is the world we are living in. Don't let that even deceive you from not following Jesus. It says, neither know the present nor the future. Look at all the political situations in our world. Sometimes when some of you read about Trump. So how can Trump be a leader? Even, the, uh, even Americans never expected that they could have a president like that. <laughs> Look, anything can happen. Look at what is happening in Brexit. I don't know whether May will be there towards the beginning of May. <laughs> <laughs> and some of us, we are, we are putting our trust in Brexit or remain or in May. So it's not about the present or the future. Please be passionate about Jesus. He doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Brexit could be pressing us from the right. Remain could be pressing us from the left. Jesus still remains the same. Please be assured. Because all his promises are yes and amen that Jesus will still be with you, whether we are in Europe. You know, our life is not determined. Please be rest assured. Our life is not determined by Europe. Be in Europe or out of Europe. Our life is determined by Jesus, who is that treasure that we carry with us every day. So don't worry about the present nor the future. I need to quickly round that up. No future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able <laughs> to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. <sighs> Honestly, that's our hope. So, what does it mean to follow? What does it mean to be passionate about Jesus? We carry him about. We are following him. We are following in his footsteps. Whether things are looking good, whether things are looking bad, whether there are pressures from the left, whether we are being persecuted, whether we are not being persecuted, whether it's based on the present or the future, we are still passionate about following Jesus. Oh, because of time. Um... Let's look at Matthew chapter 11. So what does this mean practically? Matthew chapter 11. Verse 28. No, let me read verse 27. Because it comforts me. You know, many people, many times when they want to read... Matthew 11, they jump to verse 28 that says, Come to me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden. No, I want to read it from verse 27. All things have been committed to me by my father. Look, <laughs> one of the first things I like, many people think that things have been committed to the hand of the devil. 
it may appear like that. Because he's a lion. No, he's not a lion. He's roaring like a lion. Jesus says, all things, all things that you need, they've been committed to him by his father. No one knows the son except the father. <laughs> Did you see that? How do I enter into all those things that God has committed to Jesus? He says, no one knows the father except the son. And those to whom the son chooses to reveal him. <laughs> you know one thing I'm discovering now? It is not just being passionate about Jesus. Of course, we are passionate about Jesus. What does that mean? We are following him. But I discovered that many people follow Jesus just to collect food. <laughs> and you know, I told you the last time, if you follow Jesus regularly, you are assured of breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you invite Jesus into your house, you are in trouble. You know, there was a time Jesus was teaching in the sitting room of a guy. The Bible, the Bible didn't tell us who that guy was. And when some people heard that Jesus was there, I don't know whether it was their brother or their friend they carried. They wanted to enter. Everywhere was jam-packed. You know what they had to do? They had to go and remove the roof. If you invite Jesus to your house, just be ready that your roof might be removed, though. <laughs> Can you imagine, without taking permission, they just know it's not about roof, it's not about the house. We just know that when we touch Jesus. So some people can do that. Some people, they follow Jesus because they are healed. Of course they will do that. But I'm talking about <laughs> a situation where Jesus is able to unfold himself. He's able to reveal himself. He's able to commune about himself to you in a personal way. He cannot reveal himself to you if you are not following him. So, actually, Following Jesus is very, very good. But don't stop at following Jesus. Get to another level where he said, I will reveal things to you because all things are committed to me. So he now says, come to me. Did you see that invitation again? Come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me. So what's the last thing I want to say? No second to the last thing. <laughs> Let's be passionate one about Jesus. What does that mean? Let's be passionate about following him. But don't stop at that. Because you can follow him for miracles. You can follow him for food. You can follow him for promotion. That's also good. But let's go. Let's be passionate about learning from Jesus. So what does that mean? It means that you are not all knowledgeable. 
you come to a position where you know that you don't know all things. All things are not committed to you. Go to the one whom all things have been committed to. And he's saying, I'm willing to reveal myself to you. So come and learn. Learning is a process. Learning is cumulative. Please, if anybody comes to you, where's my friend, Yanni? Please, if anybody comes to you and say, I will lay my hands on you now. And as I lay my hands on you, instantly you will learn everything about Jesus. In Jesus' name, learn everything about Jesus. Run away. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's cumulative. It's a process. It's like a curriculum. Year one. Cause 101. <laughs> this is what I'm, where I'm going. To be passionate about Jesus is about learning from him. Being patient with him. No matter what is happening. And you are saying, this thing is, I'm acquiring something from him. Learn is cumulative. It is daily. With the experiences you are, with what you are experiencing now, should make you to learn. Sometimes say to Jesus, Jesus, what are you saying at this time? Like when my mom died, I had to say, you know, I never had a will before in my life. When that doctor told me, Kofu, you might likely die, something was going in my head, Kofu, you didn't leave any will. I tried to scribble some things out. <laughs> Then I reminded myself, but Jesus is able to look after my wife and my children. Even if I scribble something down, I, where is the lawyer that I will give it to? And I was just about 30 minutes to go to the theater. <laughs> Let's learn. Proverbs 24.10 says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Who is our strength? Jesus. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake us. God is for us. God has never left us. God is for you. Please don't forget that. God will never leave you nor forsake you. There's great future for us. There's great future for you, even in the land of the living. We'll see the goodness of the, land, of the Lord in the land of the living. Be blessed. 